Women Taking the Lead, Episode 66. Celebrate every little success that you have, right? If you were able to do a blog post, celebrate that you did a blog post. If you did a video today, celebrate it, right? Because when you celebrate each and every success that you have in your life, you're going to attract more success. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to get the solutions to your top five leadership challenges. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I'm here with Sheena Yap Chen, who is a blogger and speaker whose sole purpose, drive, and passion is to help women live a better life through entrepreneurship. She continues to inspire women through her blog by showing marketing and social media tips, as well as mindset tricks that will help women take away any blocks that is stopping, holding them back from greatness. She also has a podcast helping women building up their self-confidence, and it's called The Tao of Self-Confidence, and I can get behind that 100%. Okay, Sheena, that's only a little intro for everyone, so tell us more about you and your humble beginnings. Hey, hey, Jody! thanks for having me and thanks for the listeners out there listening to this episode. I'm really honored to just be here. So a little bit about me. I'm currently in Toronto, Canada. I was born and raised in the Philippines and my father decided to move to Canada to have better opportunities for us. And, you know, we, we're not like, you know, and we didn't come from like, you know, anything crazy, right? We're just like this normal mediocre family who just, you know, we're, we're told what to do, right? Go to school, get a good job and, and just work for the rest of your life, right? For the next 30 years. So, you know, we just live life, you know, like any other normal family, right? And, you know, that that's our humble beginnings. Like we didn't, you know, have anything crazy. We didn't have anything um, extravagant, right? We just had like the, the home, no white picket fences though, but, you know, the <laughs> traditional home and, you know, just going out to the traditional nine to five job. Wow. Okay. So that, wh- how old were you when you moved from the Philippines to Canada? I was seven <laughs> when I moved to Canada, but we also went back when I was 13 because my grandfather was sick. So we lived there for another three years and then came back again here when I was 16. <laughs> wow. That must have been like culture shock every time you made a transition. Yeah. I mean, it was like, oh, my God, I got to start all over again. <laughs> you know, just when things were getting, getting, you know, comfortable and stuff, I have to change all over again. But, you know, I think it happened for a reason because it taught me how to um, adjust to different situations in a heartbeat. So. Yeah, I imagine that, you know, depending on your age and when it when it all happened, it must have gotten a little bit easier each time because you develop the resilience and the skills to quickly form relationships and, you know, adapt to the environment you are now in. Yeah, I mean, it took a lot faster for me to um, get over that that new beginning and uncomfortableness, right? Because, you know, when you first move to a different school or maybe be to a different country, it's like you have no clue what to expect, right? And you're just kind of scared of the unknown. So for me, it just, it it was a lot quicker as I um, adapted to the the life and, and the environment. Yeah. And I imagine like, that's just something where when it happens, it's never easy to go into a new environment. But I think, you had a little more self-confidence each time it happened, knowing that you were good at adapting every time you did it before. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it just got easier as it kept on happening. And, you know, it's like from one end to the other, it's crazy. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. I can't even imagine. You could probably write a book someday about the di- the differences and how you adapted and the, the skills you built to do that. So, you know, what that tells me, Sheen, is you've clearly had success in your life. You know, to be able to do that, be resilient, move on, go on to be successful in a new place, new culture each time, you've definitely gained confidence. But take us back to a time when you were playing small and you may not have been aware of it at the time. Share with us the story and the lessons you've learned. Sure. And, um, you know, this was a story that I want to share with with women, especially, right? Because, you know, as women, we always undervalue ourselves. And I remember a time when I was working at a job, right? It was an office job. And I was at a point in my life where I said, you know what, it's time for me to move on and do something bigger and go get a job that has higher pay. So, you know, I was going through interviews, checking out other job positions. And I was talking to a, a coworker of mine back then telling him, you know, what, I think it's time for me to switch jobs, right? Time for something new, time for time for something different. And, you know, he said something to me that, you know, didn't really, I didn't, I wasn't really aware of how it affected me until, you know, maybe a couple years back. But he was like, you know, you should just stay at the job that you're at because you're a woman and you're already overpaid as a woman and you won't be able to get any other job out there that will pay you more. And I was like, wow, maybe he's right, you know? Maybe I should just stop looking for a job and just stick to the job that I'm at right now because, you know, I'm a woman and, you know, I didn't like go through like university or got a, a master's degree or anything. Right. I just had this job and I was like, yeah, I guess I, I won't do that. And, you know, that got me stuck for for over over 10 years because of that one person who told me I was being overpaid as a woman. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that so interesting? Like when we believe what other people tell us to be true, even though it's really not based in any sort of reality. You know, I I was just having this conversation today with a couple other people where, you know, when we take advice from people who are well-intentioned, right, they're trying to help us, but they don't have all the facts, right? And they don't have experience in what they're talking about. When we take on what they're saying, it's a belief, it's not the truth, and we can easily hold ourselves back and make decisions that aren't good for us. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, who knew something that small could affect me in such a great way, right? Just playing life safe and not actually doing anything, being able to say, well, this is the best I could do, right? <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. we can always strive for more, especially as women. We're such powerful beings and, you know, we can go out there and do anything we put our mind into, right? So I want whoever's listening to this to realize you have more inside of you than you realize. Maybe you're just asking the wrong questions to yourself, right? But you have it inside of you, so... And what did you learn from this experience, right? At some point you looked back and went, oh my goodness, I was off course. I don't know why I believe that. What was that moment? Uh, it was a couple of years back when someone was telling, someone was actually asking me the same kind of question that you were asking, right? Like name a point of your in your life where you just felt like you weren't worthy, you, were, you had low self-esteem. And, you know, when I go back to that moment, I was like, man, I was an idiot. And that guy was an idiot too for telling me that. It's like, what a douchebag, right? <laughs> and, you know, I don't want anyone telling anybody, you know, telling, especially to, to the person listening to this, that you're limited to a certain salary cap or a certain job position or a certain role in your life, because you can go out there and do amazing things, like magical things that you never thought were possible. Mm. And especially too, what comes to mind is when it's positioned in a way of, well, you should be grateful for what you have. 
And to some extent, uh, my thought is, well, yes, you should you should be grateful for what you have and strive for more. There's nothing wrong with striving for more. When you strive for more, it doesn't mean you don't have gratitude for what you have. It's just you know that there is more possible, you know, and to come from that place. I think sometimes we feel trapped by that thought that if we're striving for something better or something more that we're ungrateful. And that's not true. Right. And I think a lot of us, especially now, thoughts and the concepts around manifesting and the law of attraction, right? Gratitude is one of the most powerful energy forces out there. And that's what can attract a lot of people and opportunities your way. But that doesn't mean you just stop striving, right? That gratitude is not a place of, and now I should stop. That actually is just the opposite. You know, when you're saying no more, you know, what you're saying is too much, like I've got too much. That's not gratitude, right? That That's something different. All right, Sheena, now share with us a time in your journey when you had a wake-up call. Take us back to that moment and share with us the steps that you took that led to your success. Well, it's probably about a couple years back, maybe around March of 2013. You know, I just recently broke up with um, an ex-boyfriend and, you know, it was probably one of the lowest times of my life because I thought, you know, he was the one and, you know, I was like bawling for like 12 hours a day and I didn't want to talk to anybody and I just felt like the world was ending, right? And maybe, you know, whoever's listening to this can feel feel that, right? Can know what, what happens when you break up with someone, even if you were the one doing it because you knew that he was no good for you, but a part of you still wanted that person, right? That was me, right? I had to break it off, but I knew that I didn't at the same time, right? And, you know, I was thinking, if I don't do this, I'm going to be stuck at this place again, and I'll be settling for just for just whatever's in front of me, right? And, you know, I knew that I wanted something more in life. And, you know, for the, for a couple of months, I was just down in the dumps. I was just really, really depressed, really sad, really just not, you know, I was just really out of it, right? And, you know, I was on the internet, and I saw these group of women, right? It was a women's group, right? A women's support group. So they supported us in in business and life. And, and, you know, I just decided to join and see what it's all about, right? And, you know, the moment I joined them, you know, they were, they were talking about stories, right? They were sharing stories of, you know, any obstacles that happened to them and how they were able to overcome it. And as every single day I was listening to every another woman's story, right? It just got me to realize, you know what, I can get out of this too, because if these ladies can do it, then I can do it. And, you know, they had different assignments and challenges for us to do. And one of the, one of them was like a video challenge, right? And video scared the crap out of me. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my first video was like a two minute video and I took like 50 times to do it. And I was stuttering and my like my hands were like sweaty and all that, right? But, you know, I saw these women doing it, right? And they were probably just as scared as I am. So I was thinking, you know, if these women can do it, I don't see why I'm making excuses for myself not to do it, right? So I did the challenge, even though it scared the crap out of me, I still did it, right? And I did it every single day, right? And, you know, when you do something consistently and every single day, it gets easier and easier. And that helped me bring my self-confidence up, right? Just surrounding myself with that women's group, doing the daily assignments and just going out there and showing myself who I really was. And, you know, those types of actions is what will lead you to what you need to be more confident in anything you do. Just doing the actions, surrounding yourself with the right people and yeah, just, just taking action in your life. So that was a moment in my time where I was able to just, you know, have a wake up call and be like, you know, everything's going to be okay. Right. You know, this is going to pass and I'm going to look back and be like, what did I even see in that person? (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. You know, it. You know, that's really interesting of what you're sharing, Sheena, too, because what I'm hearing is, right, there's a time in your life where, you know, it sounded like you were having an identity crisis, too, and that can happen, you know, at the end of relationships, too, because we come to um, see ourselves through the eyes of the relationship. And so when the relationship isn't anymore, we're like, okay, I identified myself being Sheena with this person, and now I'm Sheena without this person. <laughs> this person's gone. Who am I? What What's next? What's going to happen in my life? And what I heard was, you know, you were in that place of like not knowing what to do next, and you found a group, um, a support system. And I think that's one of the things that's been a theme um, on women taking the lead is the importance of surrounding yourself with people who are kind of up to the same things you're up to, right? Or going in a direction you want to go in because you do hear their stories. You do get support from them to, you know, realize that you're capable of more, you can do so much more. And the other thing I really loved about what you were saying is that if there's something that scares you, it's just, well, do it, right? Take action, do it, do it repetitively until the confidence builds and then you can do it without even thinking about it anymore, Yeah, for sure. I mean, just taking action every, being consistent, you know, it's these small actions that you do daily that will lead, you know, to the the confidence that you need to just go out there and, you know, do whatever it is that you want to do. And, you know, this is coming from someone who was terrified of like doing a video, right? It took me three months to do my first one. So if someone like me can do it, anybody who's listening to this is possible for them as well. And what are some of the things you've taken off since then? So you've gotten comfortable with video. I'm sure you've taken this practice into other areas as well. So what have you been able to also accomplish since then? Um, well, I now I just dabble in different things that I can I can do. Like doing a periscope was probably one of the another you know um, thing that I was uncomfortable with or was scared to do because you know it was like a live streaming aspect, right? It's like you're there on the spot and you talk to to people who are watching you and you're like, what am I going to (laughs) say? You know, Mm -hmm. but doing it, like I said, daily got me really comfortable with it. And even as my new project, which is podcasting, right? Um, I mean, that scared the crap out of me because I was like, who's going to listen to me? What if something goes wrong? What if, you know, I don't get anybody to interview? What if people tell me it's it's horrible and you know I had all these self-limiting beliefs in my head and I was like you know I just got to go out there and do it right like a mentor told me he's like just go out there and do it if it sucks it sucks if it but what if it doesn't suck what if people love what you're doing right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I mean I've carried that same um that same practice into different areas in my life and, it, and it's not only business as well right I mean even as something as like living a healthy lifestyle, right? I'll work out three to five times a week, right? Eat cleaner, right? And it's the same, it's the same thing. You just got to be consistent with it so that you can, you know, maybe have the body of your dreams or have more energy or just be able to, you know, fit in the jeans that you wanted to fit in that you bought like three years ago. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So whatever it is you want to take on, just start it, you know, be consistent. You'll crush it before you know it. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Awesome. All right. And now, Gina, what I want everyone to get is there's no one way to lead. We're all different and we're going to lead differently. And that's a good thing. So, Sheena, how would you describe your leadership style? That's a great question. And for me, my my form of leadership is just doing the things that I tell people to do. Right. I mean, if I were to blog every single day, 
I have to do it myself. I have to be the example because being a leader is not telling somebody what to do, right? Being a leader is walking with whoever it is you're leading side by side, you know, being, you know, on the, on the trenches and doing the things that you're, you, you do as well, right? Because if someone sees you, you know, blogging, doing videos, doing Periscope every single day, then they're going to be like, well, if she's doing it, I have no excuse as to why I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So walking the talk. Yeah. For sure. All right. And what is one thing that you're working on right now that you're really excited about that you want to share with us? For me, really, it's just um, working more on my podcast because I just um, released it last month in September. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it's something that I've been really passionate about, just helping women build up their self-confidence. And especially, you know, I'm an Asian woman, right? And Asian women have always been dubbed as the submissive type. You know, they just listen to what we're told. And I really don't like that stereotype. You know, I really want women out there to realize that we're more than just, you know, a type that society tells us, right? That we're out there, you know, building businesses, you know, being able to live life according to our terms. And, you know, the more, the more um, women I can interview and share stories and see what's possible, I mean, it gets more women inspired to take action in their own lives. And, you know, I've been getting a lot of great feedback. A lot of women are like, this is something that I've been looking for in a podcast. So, you know, I'm just really excited to grow that more and just inspire more women. Yeah. And congratulations for launching your podcast. As I know, it's not that easy, right? Yes. It's, been, <laughs> it's very, it's very exposing. And like what you've been, the theme of what you've been sharing too is for you. And I think for a lot of women, like we really experience self-doubt and struggle when we're going to make ourselves very visible to people, right? And open to feedback and potential criticism, right? We feel very awkward and we get scared. And th- your podcast was your next front tier. Um, and I've listened to it. It's great. I've really enjoyed the women that you've interviewed. And I know you're you're still you're one month in you're still kind of new. But where do you see it potentially going? Have you thought about that? Or are you still in the mode of like, just just get it done? <laughs> well, honestly, you know, I've always just seen it as you know, women just listening to it in their iPods or, or iPads or, or sorry, iPhones <laughs> and like mm-hmm. downloading it, you know, just like seeing every person just listening to it, whether, whether they're driving, whether they're working out, cooking, or just doing something, they're listening to a, a woman's inspired story. And, you know, after listening to it, they get inspired to take action in their own lives. So really for me, it's just having it into, you know, as many women as possible, you know, to hear these stories, because I believe, you know, the only way for this world to change is when we can empower women to live better lives and we can tell them that, hey, you know, you don't have to go through this route, right? There's a better way. Hey, you know what? This person was able to overcome it. You can too. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. And for those of you listening, if you've been listening to Women Taking the Lead and you you wish that you, there were more episodes coming out, I'm telling you, The Tower of Self-Confidence, that's a, that's a podcast you want to check out. I think you're really going to enjoy the interviews and the women that Sheena's been bringing on. So I definitely endorse it. And now, Sheena, I'm going to do a quick leadership roundup. So tell us, what is one practice that helps to make you a better leader? For me, it's just taking the action. You know, don't overthink everything. Because, you know, I was guilty of that. You know, I'd be like, what if what if this person doesn't like it? What if that person doesn't like it? Just do the action and not worry about the results, right? I mean, mm-hmm. celebrate every little success that you have, right? If you were able to do a blog post, celebrate that you did a blog post. If you did a video today, celebrate it, right? Because when you celebrate each and every success that you have in your life, you're going to attract more success. 
Mm, absolutely. And what is one book that you would recommend to a woman to help her develop her leadership? So one book that I've re- recently read was called The Morning Miracle. It's by Hal Elrod. It's a very short read. It's about over, a little over 100 pages. But, you know, I believe that doing things first thing in the morning can really set the tone of your day, right? So, you know, if you read that book, it teaches you um, things that you, you do in the morning. So, like, one of the things I love to do in the morning is to work out. It helps me clear. It, it helps me with my clarity. You know, the stress level goes down. And I'm more focused. I have more energy. And that's, you know, that's something that I practice, right? I tell people, you know, work out first thing in the morning, right? I mean, obviously, it's great to work out any time of the day. But for me, like the morning is what really sets the tone, right? So it's called the morning miracle. Mm, yeah, and that, this isn't the first time it's been recommended, and it really is good. So for for the, those listening, I'll, I'll reiterate because we've had this conversation before too. If you're not a morning person, that's you know that's okay. It's not it's not about waking up at four a.m. to start your day. It's just whenever your day starts, right? Take time to kind of get yourself centered and focused and bringing your best self forward. And that includes doing things like exercising and journaling and reading and, you know, just setting your day up for success. So that's key. All right, Sheena, what advice would you give your younger self? Uh, For me, uh, the advice I would give to my younger self is trust yourself more, you know, trust the fact that the the decisions you're making about you and your life and what you want to do is you know, it's going to a right direction, right? Especially with women, we always second guess ourselves. We always have these self doubts and self sabotaging thoughts in our head, and it's really not helping us, right? And I know sometimes, you know, we feel like we've been told what to do. We love to please other people as women. I want you to realize, you know, it's it's up to you, right? Anything that people tell you to do, it's always your decision to go out there and do the things that you want to do. Because in the end, it's your life. Nobody else's but yours, and you have to decide on how you want to live right? How do how you want to live life to the fullest? Mm. Now share with us a success quote or a mantra and why it has meaning for you. The quote I really like sharing with women is, you know, behind every successful woman is herself. Um, just because I believe each and every woman who's listening to this has the power to become a success, right? They have it inside of them. You know, I've read this book, you know, you were born great, or I think it's something like that. But each and every one of us was born with greatness. And it's sometimes, you know, sad when society tells us we're not great, right? And we tend to believe that. So I want I want you to realize, you know, you have it inside of you, you have what it takes. You know, you know, you know, we, we're such creative, you know, beings that we can do anything we want if we put our mind to it. And, you know, even me, when I'm interviewing women, and I hear the stories of these awesome women who've been able to have successful businesses and live amazing lives, it's just like, wow, you know, women are such amazing beings, women are such awesome beings. And, you know, it's just time for us to go out there and just kill it, right? <laughs> you know, just go out there and do the things that we love, show them what we're made of. And, you know, the more the better, right, then we can start being respected more, right, and be looked up to more. I mean, because still as women, we still have to work twice as hard to prove to people that we're capable. Mm, What I like about you, Coach Sheena, it's, you know, it's not saying that, you know, when a woman is successful, then no one else gets the credit. What what I really want to bring people's attention to is, you know, to achieve success, the, the person you need to believe in first is yourself, Right. Really believe in yourself. Trust yourself. Know that you can do it from there. 
your success will start to unfold. So I, I really, I really like that perspective. All right, Sheena, lastly, what is the best way for those listening to connect with you? Well, the listeners can connect with me on my website um, for the podcast, which is which is the thetowofselfconfidence.com. You can check out past episodes. Um, you can connect with me there. All my social media profiles are there. And also, you know, Facebook is a great way for, for your, anyone to connect with me. Um, just, you know, go to uh, facebook.com or just facebook.com and search for Sheena Yapchan. I'm like the only Sheena Yapchan in the world, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Makes you easy to find. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And you can find all the links and resources shared in this episode at womentakingthelead.com or you can use the short link, which is womentl.com. Sheena, thank you so much for taking the time to inspire and enlighten us. We're all better for having met you. You know, I'm just more honored that you you even asked me to be on this show. I mean, I know the podcast has been doing so well. and I'm just honored to be able to share my story and inspire more women out there to live life on their own. Thank you for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. Were you inspired to take some action today, but maybe don't know where to start? Or maybe you have so many great ideas you can't decide where to focus your attention. Don't let stress or overwhelm stop you from having the career, the business, or the life you want to live. Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash coaching or use the short link womentl.com forward slash coaching to sign up for a consultation with me. And to strengthen you on your leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.